Blog Talk Radio. Hey, good morning, folks. Troy Dooley, the host of the Beachside CEO. It is a beautiful Friday morning on the panhandle of Florida. And I tell you why. You know, it's just this is that time of year where it's really nuts in Florida because it gets a little chilly at night, so you feel those that that wintry feeling, you feel the fall, the char- the, the the charismaticness of Christmas, of the holidays, of Thanksgiving. Then you get up in the morning and it's 85 and you forget what your what what season it really is. It's hilarious, but it's fun. We would not trade it. It's uh, it's the blessings I think of working from home. Both my wife and I are home-based business people. So being able to be on the beach and live a life that you used to dream of, I think is worthwhile. And I and I got to tell you, obviously we're in we're in a book about network marketing. I want I want to say something. Network marketing's tough. You know, I just never gave up, and and I found what I'm good at, and and I and I focus on that, and that's helping people succeed. And whether it's radio, whether it's the videos, whether it's building an organization, it doesn't matter what it is. If you follow your calling, your true passion, you'll find a company, you'll find products, you'll find leadership that you're passionate about. It may not be network marketing. That's why we have the Home Business Radio Network is we cover everything from Internet marketing to network marketing. Find something that helps you fulfill your passion, and the rest is history. That's where you go from there. We're in Chapter 5, Five Levels of Belief. Ken Blanchard once said, The key to successful leadership today is influence, not authority. And that is so true. Okay, Influence and how you influence is the key. You know, if you're reading this book, in Chapter 2, we talked about the biggest reason that people join us in network marketing is because of us. They know, like, and trust us. And if you take time to build the relationship with the people that come in, they're going to be much more likely to join the business long term. When I was out, it was funny, when I was with with A.L. Williams in Primerica, they used to say, you can do three calls a night. I never worried about doing three calls a night. I wanted to get in and get to know the people. I might do one. I might do two, max. We were never the largest organization when it came to the network, but we were. I, I've got still got awards where our organization had the largest numbers from taking care of customers. So I believe the backbone of any successful business is taking care and building the relationships with your people. We've also always had the lowest numbers of zeros in an organization. And that's what you're looking for, and that's what we're talking about in this book. You have to build a relationship. And there's probably five or six things that we focus on when we first introduce a prospect to the business. Now think about this, and you may have others, but we want to get them excited about the product or our services. We want to get them excited about the timing, the compensation plan, who the owners and the principals are. You know, some some companies nowadays, it's 21st century, are literally owned by larger uh, holding companies. Vaisalus with Blythe is is one of them. Uh, uh, Take Shape is owned by Metafast. I mean, there's all kinds of times like this when this happens. Uh, Dove Chocolates is owned, obviously, by the Dove Company. Um, so we're going to see that. But the the key is to get them excited about that, too. Talk about the expansion plans. And, when, and and anything that's, the, the, that's really going to get them excited, that's what we focus on. And each of these points are the same for everybody. I mean, think about it. You got it. Somebody else got it. I mean, this is really really is a duplication when you think about it. 
But the only part of the process that can affect you is how you tell the story. See, a lot of times people get into network marketing and they and they they talk about duplication, and, I, and I've called it a myth to a certain degree. And I love duplication. I love systems. I think it's a necessity. We're about to launch our own company team site. But here, here's the kicker, guys. It's how you present the story that will either build your success or cause you to fail. And if you start focusing on how you tell it, and it's not so much the words. That only makes up about 7%. It's going to be the tonality, the confidence that you have, the, the, the body language that you're using. Even over the phone, people can, can focus, they can feel it. If you're using Skype or something like that, they'll see it. But it's how you're telling the story. And sadly, so many times we get caught up on the money story, and that's not even, that's not even into play at all. But yet that's what freaks people out. And I'm going to talk about that here in a second. See, some people will struggle for years just trying to sign up their first rep. And then they'll go on the company site and they'll see people that have signed up 100 people this month. And it's like, how in the Sam Hill? But it's us. Personal mentors, Tom Halp, and, and he wrote a book called Time Out that I suggest everybody get. You can, you can go into the archives of the radio show. I did two series on this book. Because we all have our own limiting beliefs that hold us back. And if we can overcome those and we can get to learn how to articulate, then it's great. One of the things that, that my company does, not all companies do this, our company does it, is that when you hit a certain rank in the company, we, we take you and, and send you for a three-day course with one of the greatest speaking uh, organizations out there to teach our people how to speak publicly. And because of that, they're now drifting that down and they're taking that to the, to the field and teaching the field how to be storytellers. Stories tell or, or facts tell, stories sell. And that's, that's basically what it is. The story, how you share the story. Think about every great president that you might have liked. Were they good oracles? When they got up, did they, did they motivate you? Whether, they, whether it was a campaigning speech or... That's what you have to do. you got to be authentic. Don't be like a politician. But it's you. You're the variable. So you have to get great at not just telling the story, but you truly have to believe it. Inevitably, the prospect believes in you. Know, like, trust. And if you leave them there, when they join and become your apprentice, if you leave them there just believing in you, then if something goes wrong, if they quit, if they fail, if they didn't get it, you're going to be the one they blame. That's the first level of belief. That's why so many times people get frustrated and they say, I can't go back to my friends and family. The reason that they're like that, sadly, but it's, it's what it is, is because they had the rapport, they had the influence, they had the trust, people knew and liked them. But that sponsor didn't grow either. And most of the time it's because it's being worked part-time. You've got a job. You get tired. You come home. You realize, man, this is hard. I'm, I'm so tired. I don't want to do it tonight. And anybody that tells you that that's a bad thing, don't listen to them. That's just manipulation. It's normal. We are trained in this country, let alone worldwide, to work 9 to 5, come home and chill. 
So we've got to figure out a way to balance, but yet we've got to figure out a way to tell that story. We've got to figure out a way to get our apprentice to go to journeyman, to go to master rep, and to, and to be able to get out of that first level of belief. Otherwise, it's going to be a blame game. And after a while, when enough people blame you, you know what will happen? You'll start blaming yourself. This is what Ken writes. He says, we all know that if we're going to earn full-time income in the profession, we have to build beliefs in ourselves. We have to believe that we can do it. We have to believe that it's possible. Most people never get that far. First of all, the majority of network marketing is part-time. Only 20% of the distributors in the field work it full-time. And first and foremost, you have to understand that. Just because somebody might be telling you they're full-time, only 20% work at 30 hours or more a week. That's full-time. If you if you were to ask my family, hey, when's Troy not working? They'll probably say, he works all the time. They don't mean that I work 24-7. They mean that my day isn't like everybody else. It's not structured. There's times when I'm hanging with the kids. There's times I'm, like when I get done with the show today, I'm going to go outside and work on the heater for a little bit. You ought to see me try and do that with a broken foot. I mean, there's all kinds of stuff, but we make it work. Last night at 10 o'clock, I was finishing up something on a website. Okay, I do put in full-time hours, but they're not structured like you do at a job. But the majority of people don't do that. It's part-time. So you have to figure out, how can I blend my part-time hours in here? And what happens is people get tired of that, and then they never get past that level of belief because you've never gotten past it. And the reason is we all stop dreaming real fast. We see the we see the excitement, we see the lifestyle, but it's a dream to us. We don't think it can be our life change. Think about this for a minute. Just pull yourself out for a second. Do you remember when you finished school? Probably it was not even when you finished school. You're probably a sophomore, or junior in high school, and you started thinking, "Man, I can make this happen. I can do some stuff." I can live in a nice house. I can have a nice car. I can take a vacation or two a year. Man, I, I knew that. I, I mean, I'll tell you, we didn't we didn't live an extravagant life. We built a dream home that my mom and dad always wanted. My dad was a trucker, so we had great insurance. We had great benefits at the time. Life was good. I thought, man, this this kind of kicks butt. I never had a clue at the time, though, when I was younger, that when I got out of high school and stuff, I wasn't going to be on his insurance. I was going to have to go pay for my own. I was going to have to do all this crap. All of a sudden, that dream started, in some cases, to become a nightmare. But really, all that happened was life happened. See, it's hard to believe in yourself when you've stopped dreaming, period. When you're just living paycheck to paycheck, when you're living day to day. And that's kind of what happens for us. So if we're going through those same frustrating time periods, we're going through the same emotions, the same ugh, and that is portrayed in our storytelling to a prospect, we got issues. See, if we want to get someone to believe in themselves and take the blame off us, have the responsibility for themselves, if they make it or not, then we have to help them believe in themselves. And to do that, we also have to believe in ourselves. But there's some simple processes that'll work, and I think uh, that's why I love this book, guys. You need to go buy it. I mean, you can go to Beachside CEO and buy it. You can go to I don't know. You can go to Amazon and buy it. I mean, I use Amazon. We just you click on the bookstore; it's number one seller right now because that's what we're doing the radio show on. 
But I want you to write this down. Here are the five steps, and this is important. If you want to get the apprentice, that brand-new distributor, to believe in themselves, you first have to get them to believe in the company. Now, I'm, I tell you what. Let me, let me say this. This is where Ken Dunn and I are going to disagree. And he, he knows sometimes that I'm like this. Ken writes down that you have to get them to believe in the product or the service, the company, the profession, and then they'll believe in themselves. I got, I'm going to flip that. I think that first and foremost, the company, then the product and the services, then the profession. It's, it's that, that's just what I believe. I believe that you, you follow people. You don't follow products and services. They will be the backbone. That's what customers are going to buy, but that's not your why. They've got to know your why. And the why is from the company. The products are just what it is that we're doing. So step number one is you. When a prospect joins, they're believing in you. They don't believe in the opportunity. They don't believe in themselves. They're believing in you. And you have to get this changed as fast as you can. And you've got to get their belief factor not just in you. Understand this. I'm not saying take it off of you. I'm saying their belief has to go from you to the company. Okay? Once they start regularly getting to understand what the company is about, once they've realized what the culture is about, once they realize the, the, the passionate crusade that the company is on, it might be, it might, like in our case, it's, it's really bringing families back together and making them so they can go on vacation. So that's our deal. For Vaisalus, it's the challenge of losing weight. For Vima, it's the challenge of living a healthy lifestyle. For Limu, it, it's being able to go out there and show them that they can have an experience they never dreamed before and live a healthy life and, and a fulfilling life. Every company has their own gig. But they've got to understand it. They've got to know what the owners believe and who the owners are. They've got to understand what their background and their culture is. They've got to understand why they created the company in the first place. They've got to understand the the financial strength of the company. I mean, there's a lot of crap going on outside of network marketing and inside of network marketing. People want to know the company's just not going to be fly by night. You've got to let them know who the legal minds are. I mean, you've got to let them know why this team came together to form the new tribe, the culture that you're being a part of. Once they get to buying into the leaders and they buy into the vision of the company and the mission, then you start talking about the products and how the products support that. You got to get them on the products, man. I learned a long time ago. Unless you're a product of the product, you'll never make it in this business. So you want to get them on the products. You want them to do the system exactly the way the system's supposed to be done. If it, if it's weight loss and they're getting, it, then you want them to get on weight loss. Now, if they look like a brick house already, then you got to explain to them they're not going to lose weight. It's to maintain the physique. It's to do whatever. You, I mean, every company's different. But you got to do this. They've got to be a product of the product. They've got to understand the science behind the product. You want to get them on the phone or, or let them watch videos. They've got to understand whoever the formulator is, whoever the chief science officer is, whoever the team of doctors are. You want them to dig in and understand and believe in those people and believe in what their mission is. Now you've taken them to that third step. They believe in you. They believe in the company. They believe in the products. Now, here comes what I may, I may decide. This is my opinion. It's the hardest part. They've got to believe in the profession. 
not the not the advocation, not the industry, the profession of network marketing. See, if they don't believe in that, then that's going to that's going to stall them. They won't build a network. They may still sell a boatload of products, but they won't build a network. See, now that you've I mean, you're at this this fourth level of belief. You've got the you've got the apprentice, and he's talking about the company and the products. He's he's talking about the passion, the crusade. He's motivated. He's talking about you. And then somebody says, "Is this MLM? Is this network marketing? Is this one of those pyramid Ponzi things?" I just read in the paper where the world's largest Ponzi thing was just trashed, and I don't want to be part of a Ponzi thing. No, my mama told me about network marketing. It's like Amway, isn't it? And it freaks people out. So you want them to do something. I suggest that they start getting as many of the of the industry periodicals as they can get. I mean, there's some that I don't like, but I think that if you go out, go have them go to the news store and get success from home. Okay, not don't don't have this scarcity mentality that oh Troy I don't want to do that they're going to learn about all these other companies you want them to learn about all these other companies you want them to know what their strengths are you want to know about all the other successful people in network marketing that it's not just in your company if you've done your part and they believe in you and like you and love you and trust you they ain't going anywhere you want them to go out there and get network marketing times. And read about all the great people that are out there with motivating and training people. You want them to do that. You want them to learn about the Richard Brooks of the world. You want them to go to his website, blissbusiness.com, and, and get the four-year career and, and learn that this isn't an overnight deal. It isn't going to be 90 days. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be hard work. It's going to take four or five years. You want them to get the book, Be in the Change. You want them to get over on, on Eric Warhe's site and watch some solid videos all the time. Put them over on MLM Help Desk. Let them learn about the good, the bad, and the ugly. You want them engrossed. You want them to understand that we are a profession of people that work together, and it's the greatest profession under the sun, and that there's people out there that are making millions of dollars that, that put in a lot of hard work, and they've done it for years. There's people that make six figures a year. There's people that make a good, solid, full-time income. There's people that make great part-time income. You want them to know everything there is to know about the profession. And here's why. So when they get to somebody and they say, well, I heard that 95% of all network marketers fail, that you'll be able to say, you know what? I can take you somewhere where you can actually see the stats. A good friend of mine, Troy Dooley, has put this together for you to look at. You go over to MLM Help Desk and you look at the facts. See, the truth of the matter is that 95% of network marketers don't fail. The truth of the matter is 67 or so percent of them are just part-time people earning a part-time income. You know that 5% that they say they that, that, that succeed? There's only 5% that succeed. And 2% of them are making making millions of dollars off the backs of everybody else. You know, 2% of 16 million people, if I'm not mistaken, comes up to around 400, well, there's more than 16 million, but right at that, about 400,000 people 
earning a million dollars a year in network marketing. That's not bad 2%. But over 50% of the people that are in the business are either part-time or just here to buy products. They're not here to build a business. So for us to pretend that everybody is in network marketing to build a business is ludicrous. If that was the case, we'd all be in pyramids, nobody would have customers, and this industry would suck. And that's not the way it is. Never has been. But that's the propaganda that you hear. And you know where the propaganda comes from? And and, and I'm going to tell you right now, and this is what irks me. It comes from these online systems and these Internet marketers that bottom fish because they never made it in network marketing. And they go out there and they just sell products. Hey, get into my system. I'm going to show you how to sell a book. Now, some of these guys are my friends, and they know my frustration. But that's how they build their business. And they'll tell you, you can't build a network marketing business unless you were doing it online. You know, only 10% of sales come from the online. Everything else comes from belly to belly and on the telephone. It comes from having meetings. It comes from having parties, whatever you call it. Those are the stats, the real stats. When your people know this, they start to fall in love with the profession like I have. Let me tell you something, folks. In the 30 years that I've been in this business, I've been bankrupt twice. Once, the first time I was bankrupt was 100% from the mismanagement of the money that we were making. And we were making good five figures a month. Then we had a major health issue with my daughter And because I'd gone out and bought cars and gone on vacations and bought toys, we didn't have the cash we needed. We ended up going bankrupt. The second time, I will still take responsibility for mismanagement of money because we'd actually, it was a business, and we actually went into debt, and then we had three hurricanes back-to-back, and then we had an oil spill. And because I I was trying to rob Peter to pay Paul, hoping that we could overcome it all, I went bankrupt again. This was in the 21st century. But through it all, we've continued to live at the beach. We've continued to live in our home. We still have our cars. And we still make decent money in network marketing. It wasn't because of network marketing that I went bankrupt. It was because of my mismanagement. And see, when I tell people my story, it's not this rags-to-riches story. I don't live in the nicest house in Destin, but I live in a house anywhere else that would be three or $400,000. We live we live nice. Our cars are, are I, don't, I think we have one car that's a 21st century car. The rest of them were all made in the 20th century. But we live at the beach where cars rest out, so it's not a big deal to us. But when we travel, we stay in four-star hotels. When I fly, a lot of times I fly first class. We live the life that we want to live. We both work from home. She's a romance writer with... Dozens of books under her belt, bestsellers, rights for Harlequin Romance. I consult and build a network marketing business. See, this is the real stories, folks, not this crap you see on the Internet where people say, hey, look at my house, and then you find out they don't own it. It's somebody else's house, and they were standing in front of it. Or or you see three guys standing around a Ferrari saying, hey, you can have this too, and you're sitting there wondering who's sitting on whose lap since Ferraris only have two seats. See, when you're real with people, when you're honest with people, when you tell them, hey, this isn't get rich quick. Matter of fact, this may be harder than than going to college. The only thing harder 
the network marketing is if you're a Jehovah's Witness or a Mormon and you're having to go door to door hoping people will listen to you as you share your 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 doctrine with them. And that's tough to think about, but I mean, I want you to realize that. That may be why so many companies are out of Salt Lake City is because the founders of the companies had already gone on a mission and, and spent two years with people slamming doors in their face. If you've done that, it's easy to start a network marketing company. See, this is what you have to do because the fifth level of belief is in themselves. And if you've helped them work through the, the process of believing in you, believing in the company, believing in the products, believing in the profession, I can guarantee you by the time they get to level five, believing in themselves, that it's almost a miraculous thing. It's like a magical step. It just happens. All of a sudden, you see them. They're dressing different. They're standing tall. They're talking different. They've got such a passion and a confidence in their voice that when they share the story, you're ready to sign up again. That's when you know you've hit it on the mark. Because you've got them there. They're where they belong. Man, you could you can put this in every aspect of your life, in, in getting your kids to understand things, and you and your wife building your relationship, in your own personal business, at work, you know, whatever your career is, all that works if you want it to. If you dig deep enough, if you make it happen. I had a guy call me the other day and he said or actually he didn't call me, it was a comment on my face on my uh, my blog. He said, I'm so sick and tired of hearing you talk about Ocean Avenue. I said, well, dude, I've done like four posts on Ocean Avenue in the last two months. I said, everything else has been industry news or Zeke Rewards. I said, if I'm talking too much about Ocean Avenue in your, in your, ID, in your eyes, please forgive me, but I'm passionate about this for me and my family. And I can tell right now by, your, by the tonality of your comment that Ocean Avenue would not be the right company for you. And see, I've had to understand that, and you need to understand that. When you're talking about your company to people, whether it's on Facebook, whether it's on your blog or whatever, there's going to be people that, that aren't going to like that. And that's okay because you probably don't want them on your team anyway. What's going to happen, though, is when you go through these five steps personally and you start getting passionate about what you're doing personally, you're going to start attracting people to your team that are supposed to be there. And then it's up to you to take them through the five steps of belief. That's the key. Hey, I want you all to have an awesome weekend. Monday, we start The Apprentice Gets Their License. I tell you what, I love the way he wrote this book. This is a very small book. Uh, three different companies that I've been told, I think it's three, now use this in their distributor kit. I think it's a great book because it's generic, teaches people what to do and where to go. Phenomenal, phenomenal, phenomenal. Great book. You guys need to go pick it up. Hey, live life like it's an epic adventure. Stay dangerous. Stay strong. If you're in network marketing, act like it. You've been listening to the Beachside CEO heard around the world on the Home Business Radio Network, the voice in positive pirate radio.